Hey, hey, what is up, spiritual hooligan? Do you want to be inspired? Do you want to live a life of enrichment and fulfilling, uplifting experiences? Why is that so hard? Today, I want to help you to see how the survival mind, what I call the drunk monkey, is actually blocking your inspiration. And in fact, I'm going to propose it's the wrong tool altogether if you want to be inspired. You can be inspired and live an epic life for sure. But the trick is to transcend the mind. My name is Matthew Ferry and I'm bringing you your daily enlightenment. It's your moment to pause, to slow down, to get connected to enlightened perspectives. I want to help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. So you want to be inspired. You want to live a life filled with enriching, uplifting experiences. But the drunk monkey, that talking in your head, has concluded that... Making your life what you want it to be is potentially dangerous. Now, how do I know this? Well, it stresses out about the potential downside of doing what you really want. It fantasizes about the negative things that will happen to you if you really go for making your life what you think it could be. What if you don't fix all the problems in your life first, is what it says, right? It spends zero time fantasizing about how amazing your life could be this time around and what an incredible opportunity you have to, to sort of do, be, and have anything that you want to experience or anything that you can think of. It doesn't spend time getting inspired by what life could be if you were living the life that you can see in your mind's eye. It doesn't do any of that. The drunk monkey is a survival machine. It's a motivator. It's not an inspirational or aspirational thinker. It finds problems. That's what it does. That's its job. It finds problems. And then it uses the pain and the pleasure to get you to solve those problems, even if they don't actually exist in real life. It provides you with a motive for action. And that's what motivation is, provided with a motive for action. The talking in your head is motivating you to act. And this is outdated software, my friend. You're seeking to live an inspired life. You're seeking to live an enlightened life, a life where you are experiencing profound peace and joy and flow. Inspiration is defined as filled with the spirit to do something. So turning the drunk monkey into an inspiration machine is the wrong tool, right? Because if you tune into the drunk monkey, it's essentially emotionally destructive for someone like you because you're, you are going for what is coming through, right? You're like trying to open yourself up to whatever's coming through. And the drunk monkey's like, no, no, wait, wait, hold on. What? All right. It's, it, it, it's fantasizing about all the negative things that are going to happen. And that's destructive for you. It tries to motivate you to fix the problems in your, in your life rather than go for the inspirations. It worries about disturbing the status quo. It worries about keeping things the same. It rather would, doesn't want you to shake things up. It worries about what people will think. And that's because the programming itself is tribal. It's tribal. You're listening to a tribal-based feedback instrument trying to thrive. It's the wrong tool. It's a survival machine. It's not you, but you listen to it like it is you. You listen to it like it is your, your trusted advisor. 
But nobody else calls you fat and stupid and ugly and that you can't and tells you all the, the problems and all of that stuff. Just the drunk monk in your head. It's like looking at the speedometer in your car and thinking that it's telling you something about you or telling you who you are. Oh, no. I'm only going 10 miles an hour. I must be a loser. What? No. No, Matthew, everyone's passing me. Look, I'm only going 10 miles an hour. I'm, I'm a loser. Hello, the speedometer is giving you feedback on what the vehicle is doing. The drunk monkey is giving you feedback on what it perceives given its biological mandate, which is to keep you alive. Problem is, you're not in a survival situation. You're trying to thrive. You're trying to be at peace. You're trying to feel joy and certainty and love. You're trying to have kindness manifest in your life. You're not in a survival situation. You want to live an inspired life. The drunk monkey is simply the wrong tool. Just be honest with yourself. I mean, frustration, stress, anxiety, these are the result of thinking. And they're a sign of readiness, a defensive posture. They tell you that a threat is present. But what kind of threat are you actually avoiding in your life? Embarrassment? Sorry, that's not an actual threat. Failure? What? Hello? That's not dangerous failure. Not fitting in, not looking good, not being right, not being able to do all the things that you want to do. Boo-hoo. Not getting what you want, not being treated the way you want. Go somewhere else. Not being happy about what you have. Well, then change your perspective about it. Be happy about what you have. The only reason you aren't happy about what you have is because of the perspective of the drunk monkey that somehow you need to be filled with pride. You need to have more like everybody else. You're only going 10 miles an hour. You're a loser. These things aren't dangerous. These are all first world problems. The drunk monkey relates to your inspirations, like what you, what you desire, what you see, the world you see for yourself. It relates to your inspirations like, because I'm not living that way now, the life I'm living is a problem. So you can't win. So it won't, it comes up with all the reasons why you can't have the life that you want. Then, because you have this vision of what you want, it then declares that what you have is a problem. Do you get my point here? You're listening to the wrong mechanism. Its job is not happiness and peace. There's no happiness and peace in the mind. There's no inspiration in the mind. The mind will say, well, if I don't achieve my goals, then I'm a loser. And losers get kicked to the curb by the tribe. And that's a threat. And I need to feel anxiety and stress. And I need to be invoking action to go and achieve my goals and be motivated, right? That's motivation. Motivation is a survival process. You're literally pushed into action by the survival drive to avoid pain and achieve pleasure. And this is how you know that the monkey is running the experiment that the monkey's in charge. And, and if you think about it, I mean, the, the roles are reversed. The scientist uses the pain and the pleasure to run the experiment on the monkey to be, you know, sort of crude and weird. But the problem is, is that you're the monkey in your life and the drunk monkey in your head is the scientist running the experiments on you. It's brutal to think about it that way, isn't it? 
So we need to change the game on the drunk monkey. And if you've read my book, Quiet Mind, Epic Life, where is that darn thing? Oh, it's over here. If you read my book, Quiet Mind, Epic Life, or done any of my other trainings, then you know about the game changer process. But I'm just going to review it with you one more time. Awareness makes you flexible, which reveals new options. And those options give you the power to make radical changes. But it starts with awareness. And that's what we're doing. We're doing an awareness exercise right now. Can you feel yourself regaining your perspective about this talking in your head? I bet you can. So let's go a little bit deeper. And then I want to send you off with a question, okay? So let's keep talking about your inspirations, your goals, and your dreams. All of your goals can be achieved if you want them to, but it's just this, it won't be the exact way that you envisioned and it won't be the full manifestation. You want to think of your life like a, a forest and there's going to be many seeds that will be planted and some will grow a little bit and some will grow a lot and some will grow and then burn down. Some will grow and then get a disease and die. So, right, just your life is like a forest. The, these ideas are what you are. Your, your aspirations and dreams are what you are. You are the universe creating. You are creation creating. So what you want is coming through. And the only reason you want it is that it's coming through. Now, unfortunately, stressing out and getting down on yourself and avoiding embarrassment and avoiding failure, all this does is it just hinders your experience of this situation and, and it impedes the best version of you, which is okay too, by the way. But I want you to have a takeaway. If there's something you can think about today, it's this idea. What I resist will persist. What I accept will transform. What I resist will persist. What I accept will transform. Let's go a little bit deeper. When you were a toddler, you were conditioned like a dog to fit in, to conform, to conform to the group, eat like this and walk like that and talk like that, dress this way. You were trained and you didn't have a choice. Only ask me for a cookie this way. And if you ask me for a cookie like that, I won't give it to you. Don't ever talk to me like that again. Don't impose on your neighbors. It's rude. This is how you sit at a table. This is how you address other people. On and on and on it goes. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of rules and guidelines were domesticated into you. The same way that you would train a dog to be in your house. Through repetition, through encouragement, through penalties, through rewards. The carrot and the stick were used on you over and over and over again. And today... You're still following so many of these rules and it's limiting your inspiration. And this is really the punchline, I think, today of our daily enlightenment, which is you're still following rules that don't exist, that are limiting the way that you are operating in your life. They're limiting your, your ability, your willingness to live exactly the way that you want. And the only problem is that most of these rules no longer apply. I mean, let's just, you know, let's take some examples. If you're a salesperson, for example, by trade, then you might have a rule that got uh, uh, like conditioned into you. Don't impose on your neighbors. Well, that creates an internal conflict for a salesperson because you have to ask people that you don't know to take some action to buy your thing. And that means you have to impose in order to succeed. 
So it creates, there's opposing intentions inside of you created by the drunk monkey. And those opposing intentions create inner conflict. They create stress. They create anxiety. The mind talks. The mind goes crazy. You can't get your mind to shut up until you go in and identify these opposing intentions and literally cancel the opposing intentions and set something new in play. If you're a mom, for example, maybe your parents um, conditioned you with rules about kindness and how to treat people. And if unexamined, these things can create huge conflict with your kids because your kids are going to throw temper tantrums. They're going to act selfishly. That's just the way they are. They don't do what you want. They misbehave. They use aggression and aggressiveness to get their way. They manipulate and this can create a, a, a conflict, right? It can create worry and anxiety and stress, right? You might think to yourself, I should smack that child and, and get them to listen to me. And then you go, wait, whoa, that's not nice. I shouldn't do that. That'd be a bad mom. Oh my God, is someone going to call child services, child protective services on me? I, I, right? I want to scream at my kids. Hold on. That's not a very kind thing to do. I don't want to screw them up for life. I can't scream. What do I do? Right? I mean, this the, the drunk monkey creates these opposing intentions and what's missing is awareness. Awareness makes you flexible, which reveals new options and options give you power. Half the battle of moving into a quiet mind state, half the battle is the awareness of the mechanism of the mind. These opposing intentions create inner conflict and they diminish your inspiration. You, the inspirations you have for the way that you want to act and behave with your children get squashed. The inspirations you have about how you might do your sales process if you're a salesperson get squashed. They get limited. The drunk monkey is trying to follow rules about kindness that it learned at four. And if left unexamined, those rules about kindness create an incredible inner conflict for a mom. The drunk monkey blinds you from the reality of your situation, creating generalizations and made up stories that have nothing to do with this moment. Come on, mom. You're an adult now. That rule that you have no longer makes sense. Design your situation. Let this enlightened perspective that you have come through. I know who you are. If you're tuned into the Daily Enlightenment, the most important thing that you can do is trust what is coming through you. The most important thing. And the most, the second most important thing is to not listen to limiting, degrading, old information from the drunk monkey. If you can't see the drunk monkey imposing rules, you'll suffer for no reason. And look, you know, your parents, they were doing the best they could to guide you. But at some point, you do have to grow up and take control of your own life. And enlightened perspective is about going to the ultimate stage of personal responsibility. Personal responsibility at the level of being, at the level of your universal self. If you're going to achieve these enlightened states and remain there, then everything in your life has to be reconsidered. All rules are invalid. They must be reevaluated based on the life that you're committed to living. The drunk monkey is the wrong tool for living an inspired life. You must work to transcend the influence of the drunk monkey. That's what my entire process is about. 
And the way you're going to do that is through awareness. By busting the dogma of the drunk monkey. So my question to you today is, what's one old rule that's limiting your inspiration that you can just get rid of and you can replace it with something new, some new context, some new way of operating? I want you to leave me a comment. You watch this video all the way through. You listen to this Daily Enlightenment all the way through. I want to hear from you. My name is Matthew Ferry, author of Quiet Mind, Epic Life. And I want to make sure that you like this Daily Enlightenment. Because if you like it, you're telling these platforms, hey, this is good stuff. We should share this. I also want to make sure that you share this with your other spiritual hooligan friends because the truth is there's a lot of us out there and we could really use some encouragement and I am letting the encouragement come through me now. I'm not holding back anything. Let's get connected all together. So like it, share it, leave me a comment. That's important social currency. And that's a way that you can help me get my message out there. Thank you for doing that. Also, consider subscribing to my channel. And I put something out every single day. You can also join us over in the Spiritual Hooligans Facebook group. There's a whole bunch of us. We're all communing and talking about these ideas. I'll put the link down below. Thanks again for tuning in to this Daily Enlightenment.